What you are about to hear is the full interview conducted by CNN correspondent Drew Griffin with Chief Operating Officer of Mafic Media, J. Ray Sparks, and Rania Kalik, a contributor to In the Now, which is owned by Mafic Media. Kalik is also a co-host of the weekly Unauthorized Disclosure podcast. On February 11th, the interview took place in Berlin, where Mafic Media is based. Short clips from the interview were used in a video report, and several quotes were included in a print report that appeared on CNN.com on February 15th under the headline, Russia Backs a Viral Video Aimed at American Millennials. Mafic Media Management became aware that CNN was interested in their organization and was contacting associates of Mafic. So they reached out on February 5th to Kurt Devine and Donnie O'Sullivan, two reporters that were trying to find dirt on Mafic Media. Mafic Media indicated they would be willing to make individuals available to CNN and shared facts with CNN that related to their funding from the Russia government and the editorial structure of In the Now. Griffin, O'Sullivan, Divine and Atika Schubert, that is four CNN reporters in total, focused their story on the Facebook pages of In the Now and its video channels. They contacted Facebook with information related to the pages and led Facebook to suspend the pages because ownership information was not on the pages. Even though there are several other publicly funded or state funded organizations with pages, that do not disclose their backers explicitly. Brett Schaefer, a former intern for the State Department in Moscow, who is now a fellow with a think tank known as the German Marshall Fund, which receives funding from several governments, including the U.S. government, said to CNN, Oh, they're definitely state-funded. I mean, you can pull the German registration data. CNN held their story until February 15th, when Facebook censored journalists at In The Now, and then used the censorship to help boost what would have been a more lackluster story if Facebook had not removed the pages. Even O. Sullivan said on CNN's reliable sources, they, quote, weren't necessarily really hiding their Russian ties, end quote. It took around 10 days for the Facebook pages to be restored but they are now back online with a note that includes ownership information. Facebook claims they will be rolling out a formal policy, but they have not yet. And in fact, multiple requests have been sent to Facebook's press room for further information about the nature of the policy they have planned, but Facebook has not replied. Now, listen to this full interview, which is a rare window into the mind of a U.S. establishment journalist who was only able to see the world through the framework of Russia must be behind whoever is engaged in dissent, and the Russian government must be responsible for whatever they think is wrong with America's current politics. Okay, so Rania Kalik, um, producer and presenter at In the Now. Uh, J. Ray Sparks, Chief Operations Officer for Mavic. Okay, and 
so I guess the first question might be to you, Jay Ray. Um, how did Mapix come about? Tell us about the company's uh, origin. Just sure. a second, please, just one second. <clears throat> okay, Robin. Okay. Um, we created Mafic as a holding company for In The Now video productions. In The Now was already developed originally as a TV show and then uh, branched off as a digital channel. We created Mafic to make that commercial and provide video marketing services as an agency to clients. And the, and the funding of it, whom did you have to convince in terms of getting the financing? Um, well, so, um, can you, can you look at me? Look yeah. at you. Okay. Look at you. Yeah. yeah, sorry, it's just kind of, I can barely see you, so. Uh, so um, ah, okay. It's just because yeah. of the direction. Sure, yeah. direction. So, um, um, funding. Uh, if we were in the U.S., PBS, we all grew up hearing PBS is funded in part by a grant from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. So it's the same for us, except that the government is Russia in that case. Okay. Um, maybe this is for Rania, but you guys can decide. The company's mission to tell interesting human stories and that editorial control lies 100% uh, with Mavic. Um, why is everything on soapbooks about politics or global issues? You ready for me? Okay, well, um, Soapbox is a channel that's devoted to politics, so that's, the, that's why everything on there is about politics. And as for editorial control, I have complete editorial control over my work on Soapbox. Um, so I get to tell the truth about war and corporations, uh, which you don't get to hear much about in corporate mainstream outlets like CNN, where people oftentimes even get fired for being anti-war. Um, you know, I'd ask you, where, where was Mark Lamont Hill's editorial freedom when CNN fired him for telling the truth about Israeli occupation of Palestine? Why does the Russian government, um, as Jay Ray said, the PBS of Russia, why did the Russian government fund Mavic? Um, sorry? Hold on one second. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm rolling. Okay. Yeah. Um, the choice to support Mavic was uh, similar to the way that CNN has invested in Great Big Story, which we're fans of. Um, it was an idea that was proposed by Anissa Nawe, who created In the Now, um, to create a company that would focus on video content that was broader and more human-focused, and she made that pitch to the people in that nonprofit system and they approved it because they believe in her work. But what do you think that the Russian government gets out of it? Um, they get stories told about Russians, Russian people, to a Western audience that are not just demonizing them and uh, contributing to the hysteria that is currently being experienced in the Trump era. So we show a lot of uh, stories that come from a wide range of places in the world. That includes Russia. Um, we might show, for example, a story about a young girl who speaks seven languages and it's an amazing 
uh, amazing prodigy, and then, oh, by the way, that, that girl is Russian. That's the kind of story about a Russian that you are not typically going to receive in uh, the so-called mainstream media of the States. Yeah. And Jay Ray, maybe sticking with you, the, the business model, are these channels designed to make money? And, and if so, how will they make money? That's a great question. We hope that we will be able to make money. Part of the reason for founding Mafic was to become a commercial company, to have clients, to work on branded campaigns for brands and companies. So we certainly do hope not just to make money, but to have it become profitable at some point. In, in, in which, which model? Are you going to be running uh, advertising? Are you going to be selling data? How will you make money? Um, well, in the digital media video business, it, you need to create multiple revenue streams. So we will make some money, small money from advertising that is sold through platforms like Facebook and YouTube, but there's not a lot of money in, in that. So we will focus more on clients as a branded video marketing agency. And um, we might also do some licensing. We, we, have, we have a small team that's focused on uh, a finding and acquiring content, user-generated content. And um, since our parent company, parent company, Ruptly, in Berlin, is also in the business of licensing video, then we may be able to realize some revenue through that process. All right. One more business-related question. Do you have any target age or country that you are trying to to attract to make money in any of the multiple different ways that you you just outlined? It's it's more it's it's a bit opposite in the direction. Uh, we we don't start with a target demographic and then try to build an audience around that. We focus on the content and then look at the audience that we're getting through things like Facebook Insights and uh, other uh, apps that provide those insights services. And then we look at how we might be able to build a business model around the audience that we are uh, um, building organically. Yeah. Ronnie, to you, um, Soapbox, Wasted back then, uh, in and out. Did he serve different roles? Well, I can only really speak to Soapbox because, I'm sorry, I'm talking to you, I forgot. Um, I can only really speak to Soapbox because that's where I present uh, my sort of political rants. Um, but they do serve different roles in the sort of topics they cover. Soapbox covers politics, Wasted covers environmental issues and climate change, and back then is a history channel. Yeah. Put your hand you know, you talked about, oh, it's okay. Is that good? Is that good? That was okay? Okay. Ronnie, you talked about how you have 100% uh, control, but you know, just the fact that Russia is involved in financing here, and Russia has an unfortunate history with journalists uh, going missing, arrested, uh, worse, how can you actually say to, to, to viewers that Mafic is independent of any kind of influence uh, in its reporting from Russia. Okay. <laughs> um, working for In The Now is, or working for Soapbox or Mafic is not an endorsement of the policies of its sponsors. Just like working for CNN 
is not an endorsement of the pharmaceutical companies or weapons companies that play advertisements on CNN or just like working for the BBC or Al Jazeera is not an endorsement of the policies of the British government or in Al Jazeera's case of Qatar's absolute monarchy. We should judge journalists on the content that they produce, right? So if you want to judge me, judge me on the content. Judge me on you know, the facts I'm presenting. If you have a problem with that, challenge me on that. But as far as funding goes, you know, all media is funded by other, either corporations or governments. Um, and so if we're going to have a conversation about funding, we should really open that up to include all media outlets, including CNN, by the way. You know, I mean, there's weapons companies uh, finance advertisements on CNN. Does that impact CNN's coverage of war? You know, in fact, most of the mainstream American press is quite pro-war. Does that, you know, is that by chance or is that a result of, you know, funding from the war industry? Um, we should, we should talk about that and, and we should also, again, be judging journalists on the content they produce. And I'm happy to answer any questions about a particular piece of content that I've produced. And if, if I may... We've looked at a lot of the... Okay, go ahead, sorry. Sorry, if I, just, if, if I may answer that one as well. Like, um, not everything that the U.S. government does is good and not everything that the sorry, Russian government... Sorry, can I just, just one second? Yeah. Can you... We have to change your microphone because your beard is gonna... Uh, can we put it to the jacket? Sure. Because in the beginning, yeah, I thought that might be an issue. Can you pull this out and put it just on the side? I put it just okay. out of the sure, sure, side. Sure. I was hoping it worked, but if you move too much, it's uh -huh. and I do. So. Your beard getting in the way? Yeah, the yeah, beard. Yeah. It's like <laughs> scrapping and your hair as yeah. well. So I thought, I'm not what's used going to like I'm now? not used to a man having that problem. <laughs> That's why I'm surprised. Okay. Um, one second. One second. One second. Oh, one second. Can you say something? One, two, three, four. One, okay, two, three, four. Uh, just so good. Do you want him to say the question again? Frame. No, it's okay. Okay. Um, so. I think we can agree that not everything the US government does is good and not everything the Russian government does is bad. And in that sense, um, no matter what the case may be, we expect people to believe that we're independent in the same way that CNN should expect people to believe that they did good journalism to be waiting outside Roger Stone's house. Uh, CNN's currently defending themselves against uh, the, you know this conspiracy theory that they got tipped off. It was inside information, um, and we have to do that constantly in the same way that we have to defend ourselves and say no. Really, we <laughs> no one tells us what to do. We, we you know we, we, we are perhaps an exception in some some degree. I don't know, but um, I know that in our experience we are independent. Um, let's stay on Jay, Jay Ray, but um, Ronnie, you may also want to answer this question because we have reviewed most, uh, if not all, of Mavic's content, and we can't find any posts critical of President Putin at all, but there's no shortage of content critical of the U.S. and the West as a whole. Um, you take that. Is that just the viewpoint of Mavic? Yeah, I can take, if you want to point it my way, okay. Um, and I'm looking at you. Oh, it's okay to look at, okay. Um, 
So, um, and the now actually does have some content that does focus on Russia and is critical of Russia, but that's beside the point because, you know, oh, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the camera. Is that, yeah. I'm just gonna look at yeah. you, okay. Yeah, that's probably the easiest. Okay, and the now actually has produced content that is critical of Russia, uh, but that's beside the point. I am an American, right? So my priority and my responsibility is to challenge destructive policies of the government that I pay tax dollars to. Um, and that's what I focus on in, in my videos, right? I like, I challenge war. I challenge corporate ownership of our government and of our political system. Um, and this is one of the few places that I have where I can actually do that with complete editorial control. Now, CNN would like to give me a job um, to spend my time challenging the war industry and corporations. I'd be happy to do that, but that's just not the case. And the fact that you do not do any kind of criticism of Russia, its various defense. That, sorry, that's that's just not a fact. Uh, we, we, we'll follow up with uh, a long list of um, of examples that In the Now has done that that are at least as critical of Russia as our Alabama documentary was of the U.S. Could you just Sorry, yeah. Drew, we're having some issues over here with which way to look. <laughs> just look straight. Okay. You're off to the side, and uh, we're supposed to look straight. So, um, I, I, I don't think that's really on camera. Comment, comment but, uh, but I can, I can uh, say, say, say it again. Um, in, in the now has done multiple stories that are either critical of some aspect of, of Russian infrastructure or uh, social customs or, you know, we, we don't really do hit pieces on Trump or Putin or any politicians. We're not trying to be hard news. And we think that most of our audience is bored with hearing those stories over and over again. And, um, okay, I would like to, say, to, to add something. Mm -hmm. um, hang on. The thought just left my head, but I really want to say it, so give me a second. Um, right, so also part of my position, what, part of what I care about doing is challenging mainstream narratives um, and talking about what the mainstream media isn't talking about. The media, mainstream media is constantly talking about Russia. I mean, they do plenty of that. I don't really see that as a space that I need to fill. What I do see in the mainstream corporate press in the U.S. is a lack of criticism of U.S. meddling around the war, around the world, uh, what the U.S. is doing in Venezuela right now, um, for example. And so I see my place as really filling the role of challenging that and informing people and telling the truth about what they're not hearing about what my government is doing around the world. It just seems, just viewing um, so many of your uh, posts, Radia, that that your views are completely in line with what we're hearing from the Kremlin, especially on Venezuela. Okay, do you have a specific criticism of what I've said about Venezuela? The U.S. right now, under Trump, the president that CNN is very much against, uh, is currently attempting to launch a right-wing coup in Venezuela. And what I see from the mainstream press in the U.S. across the board is support for that. Um, what I'm interested in is accurate reporting about what's happening in Venezuela and what the U.S. is doing there. And you know, that might align with this entity or that entity, but that's not the, that's not what I care about. What I care about is telling the truth. And I would like to know why, what I, why CNN isn't telling the truth about what's happening in Venezuela. 
All um, you tell all your employees and contractors, Jay Ray, particularly this might be about uh, you. So if we have the camera moved to you, yeah. um, that your funding uh, connection with the Russian government, but not your audiences. Um, there's no mention of Russia or roughly on the Facebook pages. Why is that? Um, because that's standard industry practice. We get this question a lot, and it's a funny question to me because. Why does Great Big Story not put CNN on their Facebook page? Why does CNN not put Time Warner on its Facebook page? The audience is not interested in these things. I worked for Comedy Central for many years. No one ever knew that Comedy Central was owned by MTV and that MTV was owned by Viacom. These were things that you had to discover as a more esoteric audience within the industry, the general audience never is interested in these things, and the standard practice is to just simply not mention them because the audience is not interested. The production company behind RT has registered in the US as a foreign agent. Uh, Mavic is a separate company, but of course under the same umbrella and operates in the US. Why has Mavic not registered under the uh, FARA Act? Um, we, we just incorporated seven months ago. We were way too small to, to have a U.S. subsidiary. We are a small German company, um, and we have a network of freelancers and contractors with whom we can work in many locations, including the U.S., but we are nowhere near launching in the U.S. Well, you certainly have audiences in the U.S., and you have employees in the U.S. Um, we do not have employees in the U.S., you employ people in the U.S. We, uh, we contract the services of a lot of people, and, and uh, some of them are in the U.S. So how would you describe those people? They're not employees, but they're employed? Um, in some cases, they might be freelance. Uh, in other cases, they may be legal vendors. Um, we sometimes get people through agency platforms, uh, there's Upwork, there's Story Hunter, there's many different ways to contract human resources without having to make the commitment of setting up a subsidiary company and paying people full time and insurance and all that kind of stuff. Can I actually, can I go back to a question that Drew asked? There's something I'd like to add, Drew. You asked about, um, you said views aligning with the Kremlin. I think that this is a very, very, very dangerous uh, way of thinking because then you get into a territory where, okay, say I'm anti-war. Say the U.S. wants to, Trump right now is threatening a military intervention against Venezuela. If I oppose that, which the Russian government I think does, and so do other governments in the world, they also oppose it. But if I oppose a U.S. war, does that automatically mean I'm going to be accused of being aligned with the Kremlin? And with this Russia hysteria that we're experiencing now, I feel like this is a very, very dangerous McCarthyist tactic to start saying that leftist views, anti-war views, are just the Kremlin government's talking points. Amen. Okay, Jay Ray, back to the, um, the media ownership Sarah uh, Act things. Um, we, we talked to media critics, uh, well, they're actually business uh, model folks uh, and others who, who think there's so much negative publicity surrounding a Russia label, uh, especially in the world of, of journalistic freedom, that, that your company is probably purposely distancing itself from uh, any kind of uh, 
public or branding related to Russia. Is, is that true? In terms of trying to grow this company and grow these channels, it, it would be wise that you do not have any kind of connection with Russia available to the public? No, I don't think that's true. Then again, why wouldn't you just openly label your funding source on, on, on this product, especially since it is a funding of a government? Again, we are completely open about those facts. Again, it is standard industry practice to put your brand on the front page. No one, including CNN, puts information about their parent companies on their Facebook pages. I want to add to that as well, just a quick comment. Well, hold on one second before, uh, Ronnie, I'll give you the chance, but just for this camera situation. You mentioned public broadcasting, and certainly public broadcasting, PBS in the United States, does uh, exactly what you have said you shouldn't do. Um, so what is the difference? You're saying that if I go to NPR's Facebook page, it will say something about Corporation for Public Broadcasting? No, you mentioned in the beginning of our interview that the, uh, the, the, the reason that Russia su was supplying some sort of funding to, to you was similar to a PBS kind of setup. And, um, well, the, 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 uh, the, the, the structure is the same because at the very top of the Russian system, you have a nonprofit corporation uh, that is dedicated to the purpose of state-funded media, very similar to Corporation right. for Public Broadcasting in the States or DW in Germany or uh, France 24 in, in France, of course, and the list goes on and on. It's, it's, it's the way that almost every country structures its uh, state-funded media. Right, and the PBS channels in the United States fully acknowledge that to their audiences. You do not. AJ Plus doesn't. I, I honestly don't know like the details of how PBS does it, but our audience is definitely younger and faster and more mobile. And AJ Plus, for example, uh, Kato's uh, state uh, funded digital news outlet, don't mention that they that the AJ stands for Al Jazeera or that Al Jazeera is funded by the state government of uh, Qatar. Um, and again, the reason for not mentioning these things is not to hide them. It's because the audience is not interested in those kinds of details. Ronnie, you wanted to say something? To no, I was just gonna. I was just gonna add the. I was just gonna add the the um, issue of AJ Plus. And I. I mean, are you running around asking AJ Plus? Am I looking at you? Mm -hmm. Are you running around asking AJ Plus the same question? You know, are you, are you running around watch, asking TRT the same question? I mean, they all function the same way. This seems like a bit of a witch hunt after anything that's connected to anything affiliated with Russia. Right. Uh, Jane Ray, you answered the question, I think, of why Mathic is, is not registered as a business in the U.S. You do have multiple people working for the company based here. You haven't registered as a U.S. business here. Um, the workers here tell us they are paid through LLCs. Uh, and then and then the money comes from a bank in, in Germany. Is it is this just a complete business decision made? Um, yes, it, it's uh, it, to get around the cumbersome rules of, of business. 
it's mostly um, to to keep everything square for the for the German uh, tax authorities. Um, it's it's better for us to set up if 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 we know we want to have a long time a long term relationship with a particular uh, freelance contractor that's in, in that's outside of Germany, then it. Uh, makes the business structure better if they are set up as their own company so that we're dealing with them as a vendor instead of um, having uh, employees that are outside of the German jurisdiction and so forth. So our employees are all in Berlin. Yeah. How many employees do you have currently in Berlin on staff? On, on, staff, in, on staff in Berlin we have 10. Uh, Rania, this most likely will be for you. Um, you know, journalists who have worked for RT and Sputnik say without a doubt uh, editorial content and control decisions are made by and for the Russian government. That's what some of them have told us. Uh, you, I just want to kind of re-ask the same question because it's an important one for us. You say there's just absolutely no influence from the Kremlin, the Russian government, on your particular product, do you get any kind of editorial involvement from anyone other than yourself? No, I do the research and I write all the scripts. The only thing I get is fact-checking, um, which is pretty standard. And I really feel lucky that I have the freedom to work somewhere where I can do that, where I can choose my own topics, write my own scripts, and produce my own content without input from anybody else. Um, Anissa trusts me, uh, and she trusts you know my abilities as a journalist, and so um, I I do it all myself. And how would you describe your uh, overall editorial view of the world? Because it it is a a one viewpoint, just by definition, view. Politically speaking, I am certainly, I consider myself a leftist. I consider myself an anti-imperialist and that's the position I'm coming from, partly because of the part of the world that my family's from. My family is from a part of the world that's been negatively impacted by US wars, by US bombing campaigns, by US proxy wars. Uh, so that really does drive my passion. And also again, I'm an American. Um, and so I really do care about the destructive impact of the policies that are being enacted by my government. Yes. Uh, you talk to Jerry, just give, give the camera a second to land. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Ooh. To, to is, 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 is it okay to talk? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Once, yes. once the camera's yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, but I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's okay. Um, we were talking about. I was talking to Ron, uh, Ronnie about editorial. Yeah, the the the, the, the um, right the 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 editorial thing. Um, we don't have any kind of editorial input from the RT system, or there there is no editorial system at Rupley. Um, and if that seems unbelievable to you then the most that I can do to explain it to you is that, um, that they trust Anissa Nawe to manage her own project. And In The Now, and Mafic, and Wasted, and Back Then, and all of our planned verticals. 
come from her, from her vision, from her politics, from her um, editorial filter. And that's 100% of the extent of that. And we've, we've seen nothing in content, and you say you're going to provide a list, uh, which we will gladly accept and take a look at, but we've seen nothing that the Kremlin would be particularly concerned about. Uh, so there perhaps is no reason for any outreach, because the, the two seem completely in line. Well, I would say that CNN. Sorry. I would say that CNN's coverage of foreign policy seems completely in line with the U.S. State Department. That's all. Okay, Jay Ray, do you do you want to just yeah? Uh, let me speak down a little. Time to move over, yeah. But but there doesn't seem to be any distance between the Kremlin view and all of the channels that are supported under Matt. I would disagree with that statement. And I think that if you compare the, the way that even Russia today manages their editorial process to the way that the editorial process is managed at Fox News and Sinclair Broadcasting, you would find that RT pales in comparison to how well those other two organizations do propaganda. Follow up, uh, just clean up questions. Oh my Godable is a Facebook page uh, that's that's out there. It follows all three of your other pages, but there's nothing on it. Is this going to be another branch of Mafic, or are you trying to grow this page? Yes, this is this is a channel that uh, has its launch has been delayed, um, but I think maybe hope, hopefully the brand speaks for itself a little bit. It's. Um, focused on these sort of the stories that make you go, oh my God. So, um, but we, um, but we, we weren't satisfied with the performance we were getting from the contractor we had involved with that from the beginning. And so we had to sever that relationship, which is probably why we're sitting here talking to you now. And are there um, additional launches? Questions. Additional launches, yes, absolutely. Um, we we want to fully launch. Uh, we want to fully launch. Oh my, oh my Godable. Um, that's in the works. We want to expand our production with our most successful new channel, which is Waste Ed, which is the one that's really nearest and dearest to our mission. Uh, we really feel like we need to get beyond some of the uh, more contentious issues of politics and social differences and focus on uniting around sustainability and defeating climate change, giving our children a sustainable future. Um, it doesn't matter whether those children are Russian or American, they all need to survive. Is, is there any relationship with Margarita Simonian? Margarita is the uh, okay. Margarita is the head of um, uh, RT. Certainly, I can't really speak in detail to her precise title, um, but um, she is a young, powerful uh, woman in um, Russia who has been friends with Anissa Nawe for many, many years. They both worked for Russia Today for a long time. They're both 
women in their 30s who are in positions of power at the network. And I think that their friendship and relationship as professionals definitely plays into the level of independence that Anissa is granted. Is, is her viewpoint, her um, advice sought out as you grow these channels? No. Okay. Um, guys, I'm at the end of my questions. Is there anything that either one of you would like to add or both of you would like to add? I just ask that you give the photographer time to zoom in on you if you do. Um, I'll add something. I don't expect you to use it, but I want to share it because this is, um, oh, yeah. I want to share it because this, this is honestly part of what motivates me to be involved with this project as an American. I am uh, of an age that I grew up in the 1980s under constant fear as a young boy of nuclear holocaust because Russia was going to bomb us, because Russia was going to destroy the world and we'd have to destroy them back and we would destroy the world in the process. And it was a terrible way to, um, to feel as a child. And I, I now, you know, now, now I, I have a, a partner who is of a similar age and happens to be from Russia. We did not meet in Russia, we met in Berlin. <laughs> but we, she has the exact same stories in reverse of being a, 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 young, a young girl in Moscow and hearing these stories coming uh, from, from their side, oh, we, we have to be afraid of uh, this, this nuclear holocaust because the Americans are going to bomb us. We would never start a war. No, that would only be the Americans. The Americans, the Americans, the Americans. And now we hear in the, in, in the media all the time, the Russians, the Russians, the Russians. It's time, I think, and I would love to see this come from CNN and, and all of the mainstream American media, um, especially MSNBC. Stop saying the Russians. The Russians are the Russian people. And, you know, like, I'm an American and I disagree with a lot of things that my government does. I definitely don't want to be lumped in with my government. I don't want to hear somebody say, the Americans, and they're really talking about my government, but they're including me in that. Um, I have marched in the streets of D.C. in opposition to the invasion of Iraq. I've done all kinds of other uh, aspects of political activism in the U.S. system, and what I found when I accepted this job and I went to Moscow was that what my perceptions of what Russians were like and what Moscow was like were all wrong. Uh, like, Americans and Russians are a lot more alike than they are different. The, the people are a lot more alike than they are different. The governments have problems with each other and, and if the governments can't work out those problems and move on, we're going to kill the planet and it won't matter whether you're Russian, German, or English, or American. Great, thank you. Rania, is there anything? Nope, I'm good. I think I said everything I needed to. I just said one thing. I think uh, okay. Sonelli was asking him at the, at the introduction, did we get a wide shot? Of the yes, yes, okay, yes. Good, okay. Wonderful. So Guys, we'll just take um, it. if I could just ask your indulgence, and because you're both in the biz, and all, all of us are in the biz, I think you'd know, if you could just take a little time to get some production shots, uh, maybe a pan back and forth between two and a couple of different wide shots, it would be so very helpful. Sure. 
I, I, I don't mind. Helpful for what? Helpful for making the. For making your for, videos. For, for, for making, for for making your hit piece on for, us for making, nicer. For, for making the picture. For making your hit piece on us look nicer, so you can present to, present us the way you want to in a negative light. So that's exactly what you're doing. And I mean. Well, he hasn't you're, said that that's what he's doing to do so. shooting you uh, while he's talking so maybe you can so just be like he's yeah. talking whatever you look want. at me and try yeah. to look like uh what i'm saying is really important and you're <laughs> fascinated by it and you're really well i'll tell you what why don't you um <laughs> why don't you tell us jay ray just so i know where where did you grow up in the united states i i i am from the buckle of the bible belt nashville tennessee i i so um uh, I don't get to do a lot of creative uh, work in my role in this business because I'm uh, the operations guy, but I do a little bit of voiceover, and I recently did a voiceover um, on a piece that I'm very proud of. It's one of our first YouTube channel uh, pieces that is a, um, a doc about uh, the, the Bible Belt and how religion is declining in the States. Uh, I declared myself an atheist uh, at the age of 18. Um, in Tennessee, um, I was the student body president of the school at the time, and uh, it was just like a just like a high school movie. Um, three cheerleaders went to the principal and tried to have me um, impeached <laughs> as the as the school president because uh, surely it must be against the rules to have an atheist be president. <laughs> okay, can we do now? Uh, can you speak and you just pretend listening or sure. just being in the room while she's speaking? Yeah. I guess I can talk right, about. Maybe you can tell us the same. Well, I can tell you actually. You know, you know what, Drew? I can tell you about my documentary on Alabama. I don't know if you watched that, but you think my views are so yeah, terrible right. and anti-American? No. I mean, Alabama is Ronnie, one of the poorest uh, states in the Ronnie, country. Yeah. Yes. Ronnie, I actually, I actually did watch that entire documentary. Well, what I'd like to ask you, just while you're speaking, just so I have the information, where, where exactly did you grow up in the United States? I grew up in Northern Virginia. Okay. Did you? there through your school years or yeah I went to college in Northern Virginia as well um, my parents were immigrants they came from Lebanon which was experiencing a civil war uh, and that's part of the reason they left um, and that shapes a lot of my views growing up in a household watching growing up watching TV and seeing Israel that's funded and armed by the US bomb the country my family lives in yeah, I appreciate it. It's quite an experience. You were, born, you were born in Northern Virginia? Yes, I was. Yes, I was born yeah. an American citizen. Right, great. <laughs> Where were you born, Drew? Chicago, Illinois. Mm. Champaign, Urbana, right? Oh, that's where I went to school. Oh, okay. Chicago is north of there, as you know. Yeah. Yeah, some of my best friends are from there. Mm -hmm. I've always thought it was a nice name. It is a nice city. I like Chicago. It's fun to visit, though, but too cold for my taste. It does get really cold. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you very much. Yep, we're good. Guys, uh, thank you, Rania, Jay Ray. I really appreciate um, 
Yeah, I hope you'll be fair. I, hope, I really hope you'll be fair with it, Drew. We'll see. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, yes. I'm sure you'll let us know, right? Oh, well, I certainly <laughs> will. You'll hear from me on Twitter. <laughs> Nadine, thank you. Guys, thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll send the material over. Thanks, Drew. Yeah. All right.